Hi, this is Spencer Doris, former forward for the Dundee Stars, and you're listening to A View from Section C. A View from Section C is sponsored by Don Michelle Italian Restaurant, Perth Road, Dundee. Welcome along to episode 52 of the Don Michelle sponsored A View from Section C. Senior, it feels like it's been ages since the last episode for me. Uh, come on, I think you're maybe just missing out because you weren't at the there games was, at the weekend. I wasn't at the games. I think, I think it is, but, um, but I, I, I just mind. feel when did, when, did we do, when did we do the podcast? Thursday. Thursday Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Tuesday. I've got my hair cut with Cam on the Thursday. All right. <laughs> That's how it came in different. Uh, but yeah, no, it, it, it just feels like it's been a couple of weeks. But yeah. Um, and it feels it feels even weirder than on a Wednesday morning. Aye, after afternoon. Um but yeah, yeah so well, we're sitting here on Wednesday it's morning. Because I'm off it's because I'm off this week. Um I had to take holidays before the end of March. Work made me take them because I had too many days and you can't take any over. So, yeah, um, I'm off this week. Seniors on back shift, so I thought we'll get it in before it goes to his work. Yeah, I could have done Um, it for the work, but I was was a wee bit wary that Ryan might tell his Uncle Steve and Uncle Steve (laughs) was doing a podcast for the work. (laughs) And I wouldn't blame him. wouldn't blame him. Um, But anyway, how's your week been? It's been okay. It's been all right. Um, I was working for him last week, obviously. We what happened yep. with, with the dog. Uh, but back to work this week, and it's just a normal shit fest. So, <laughs> Good to hear. It's as simple um, as that. It's just as simple as that. It's an absolute shit fest. And anybody yep. for Argenta that's listening in will agree with me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how bad that is. Yeah, uh, well, you always get what you always tend to look forward to your hockey at the weekend, eh? To get rid of your, your shit yeah. work week, but oh my god, it's seven days of shit now. Seven days of shit. Yeah. There's a new movie, <laughs> Seven Days of Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, we're starting off on a on a high note yeah. here, folks. Seven this days of ha- shit. <laughs> this is what happens when you when we do a podcast before I go to my work. Yeah. Um <laughs> Well, well, I had a good weekend anyway. We'll come into good. the games in a I've bit, seen, but I had a uh, good weekend. Um, you were what, a country, a country? How did that we were go? at a country, a country festival. It was absolutely phenomenal. It was so good, so funny. Um, we met a couple from Aberdeen, who we've been speaking to since we've came back as well. They're planning on going next year again. But yeah, it was good. Just did they hate to drive anywhere, just... Walked up yeah. and down the street, got an Uber here and there, so a couple of wee cocktails, a wee bit of mini golf, a couple of beers at the gig. It was great. Absolutely yeah, I be- great. I believe there's an- another couple coming next year, and I? Potentially. We'll see how they behave yeah. throughout the year. Okay. Okay, no, but I'll, um... I'll let your mum can now. <laughs> um, but we've, we've, actually, we've actually went and booked a wee week away. Um, oh. And, yeah, and... Ben Almadina or Ben Almadina, whatever way you want to pronounce it. So we've got a wee a wee week booked there, thanks to. Uh, and this is your first shout out. This is my first shout out. So a big shout out to to Robo, Coach Robertson, um, otherwise known as Callie's dad. 
they've uh, kindly gave us their, their apartment for a for a week. So me and your Happy mother days. are taking off. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Happy days. Yeah. Um, so that's the first shout out. The... And that's no good. That's not going to be uh, an episode of Youthy Section Safe. Fucking another Timbuktu, is it? Nah, nah. Season will be finished. <laughs> Let's be honest, season's finished now, so uh, we'll have we'll have a wee gap at that. Uh, we'll have a wee yes, gap in between yes. May and June. <laughs> yeah, so we'll be okay. We'll be all right. We'll know. Uh, we'll not hear any podcasts going at that time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, a couple of shout outs. I think the first shout out I was thinking about, uh, and I'll better put it in first, is to your wife because I eventually got my, my podcast sticker on my car. Happy days. Out. Yeah, she came out on Friday before you took off the country to country, and it's now pride of place on the back of the car. Uh, I've not had any weirdos with their phones or anything <laughs> in my car yet, so uh, <laughs> I keep looking, though. That's the only thing. When you're at traffic lights, you're always looking in your rear view, I'll see if anybody's got their phone up, find out what's going on. So, yeah, we shout out to your wife. Um, but uh, a big shout out. And this is probably for Bethawa because, yeah. as everybody knows, we lost our wee dog baby uh, last week. Uh, and the amount of messages that were put on social media, uh, private messages, people coming and speaking to me at the games at the weekend. Uh, so to every Stars fan, and family and friends, but because it's a, the Stars podcast, um, thanks so much for that. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. So big shout out to the Stars Nation for that. Yeah. And then my final shout out, and you're not going to be happy with this in junior. Was the uh, the brownie girls stepped up at the weekend again? That's what I'm saying. The brownie girls stepped up again. Stepped up again. Again. (sighs) Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Well, that's what I'm saying. I never fucking got anything. That that's that's my shout outs. Your wife, Stars Nation, and the brownie girls. Well, there's going to have to be a call on the Brownie Girls here unless they provide the goods <laughs> at the weekend. Because I've not heard anything to say, you know, go to your dad's house or even you, senior. You really get you're on the call here as well. I've not even heard anything for you to say, on your way home, for country to country, stop in some brownie for the Brownie Girls. Listen, fuck you off. Can, listen, you can be better than that, right? As soon as that bag was handed over, they were gone. They were absolutely gone. And then oh, I think see. the I think the rapper got bounced off the back of somebody's nap or a can of it was. Somebody, <laughs> somebody got it anyway. <laughs> oh Jesus. Honest to God. Um yeah. Oh, oh Jeezy Pips, man. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely ridiculous that we got nothing. So yeah. Anyway, moving on. I'm not happy with the with the shoutouts well, and call-outs there. Well, listen, it's ridiculous that you didn't turn up to games, but listen, I could call you for saying you went to want to listen to music instead of being at the games. And what? It's the I it's the it. first time. It's the first time I didn't even care I was missing games. Yeah. You know what I'm like for missing a game. Oh, fuck yeah, it. I don't want to miss the game. I try and put a, even basketball. I fit basketball around hockey times, and even now, currently, currently the weekend, two were thinking. Don't really care. Yeah, well, it was and, the same. And when I, I checked even... the scores, I just thought, same old, same yeah. old. Yeah. Seven days of shit. Normally, <laughs> not, normally I would uh, I would be texting you all the way through the games, and I just thought, come on, I'm leaving texting you. you I think yeah. you text me first. 
Yeah, I, knew you, I knew you'd have been keep you'd sort of keep track of the score as such, but yeah. Aye. Yeah. So let's move on to our uh, the fifty one club sponsored game reviews. So the stars had a home double header at the weekend, so two games that I missed. Uh, first up was on Saturday night was the Guildford Flames. So Logan Fredericks got the Flames off to a won the lead halfway through the first period at twelve fifty four. Stars with the Quick goal at the start of the period. 21 minutes exactly. Johan Eriksson, assisted by Soke and Folk. Stars took a 2-1 lead through Dryden Dow, assisted by Bariga and Reinhardt at 35-42. And then the collapse happened. Peter Srinella at 36-38. Daniel Tedesco at 37-36. And then Srinella got his second at 57-26 and then his hat-trick <laughs> I've been waiting I'm to say this bit I've been waiting to say this bit he got his hat-trick at 58-06 when Brithen just abandoned the net <laughs> <laughs> skated off I've had enough I've had enough I'm sorry I, I think I think this person listens to the podcast but <laughs> I've just seen ah, all the so arguments funny. about it over the last couple of weeks ah. I just can't help but laugh about it all. <laughs> that was so funny. Yeah. Came up. I got, <laughs> I got a message. I got a message this morning for Hunty because the Penguins were playing last night, right? And the Penguins got bit, believe it or not, for, for Montreal. Mm. And it was 5 4. And I'm watching the game this morning and I look up and, I, and I'm like, Casey, the Smith's just abandoned his net as well. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking it must be catching on. The goalies have had enough. They're just skating off. And lo and behold, Montreal scored in the empty net. Couldn't oh, believe it. I'm like, Casey, what are you doing? Uh, what are you your goal for? Oh, that was so funny. That was, uh, it's, but, maybe, uh, yeah. it's, it's maybe somebody new, eh? And they just, they're maybe they're just... Go, they've, they've, been going, oh, okay. they've been going for a while. They've been going for a while. But yeah, um, a 5-2 loss for the Stars um, on Saturday night. Obviously, I can't really give any kind of reviews here. So no, this, but, this segment's all on you. A whole segment... Uh, Again, for yourself. For myself, right. It was never a 5-2 game. Right, I'll say that for the start. Right, it was never a 5-2 game. What cost us was these two goals. Uh, 36 summon and 37 summon. Whenever yep. the, the goals come in junior, right. That's what cost us the game. Right at that point. If we went in at 2-1, I'm telling you now, we were winning that game. Yeah. We were winning it. Because when Guilford go 3-2 up, we're then chasing the game. And we just, yeah. we, we just couldn't, eh? we just couldn't. Um, again, for me, fitness doesn't look as if it's there. Eh? We we start really well with, we we forecheck well, but as the game gets longer and longer, players begin to go further, further, further back. We end up playing on our heels, as some of the NHL commentators say. Yeah. Um, Ericsson's goal, lovely goal, like. Really, really good goal. Um, but the standout for me again was was Britain. I thought the lad yeah. he played really, really well. He did not deserve it. And and they get they get the goal later on. It's a bit of a scrappy goal, but and then obviously he decides I've had enough. I'm going to go and skate and sit on the bench beside Anton. And the boy fires a puck in the goal. So 
Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't honestly, it wasn't it wasn't a five two game and in, in, in my opinion, even even if they didn't get the empty net, I didn't even think it was a four two game. We were we were we were always hanging about, you know, but that thirty seconds or a minute cost us the game. Absolutely cost us the game. Yeah. Um I I obviously I'm in a couple of group chats, um and from what they were saying that on both Saturday and Sunday was they just felt that we were just hanging on for dear life in the games. Um, we, were never, we, were, we were never out the games. As long as it's a one-goal game, you're, you're, you're hanging about. But, as I say, to, to score we five minutes to go in a period we, we Dryden to go, and, and a great goal by him as well, like finished it really well. But to then think, you've only got someone like four and a half, five minutes getting at the period at 2-1 up get a breather and yeah. come out and then play either play hanging on as best you can or try and play what we could be good at is, is hitting them on the break. Soak it yeah. up, hit them on the break and uh, they two goals cost the game. Say that at the game, say that to the guys that were sitting around me, yes, is, this is, the game's gone. This has cost us this game now and lo and behold it, it, it did like yeah. yeah. But you know what? It was it wasn't a, a a shit performance. It was it was okay. Listen, Guildford are a good team. Eh? They're they're up there fighting. I, I think they'll miss out. I really do. I think they're I think they're dropping too many points now. Uh, I think Belfast will win it. Maybe by about half a dozen points at the end of the season now. Like, but they're up there for a reason, and they could they could win the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's they're, only two games. It's enough. only two games if they get to the final weekend. Eh? It's only two games. Yep. They're, um, they're good enough. They're good enough to do it. That are. Um, but yeah, just disappointed. Eh? Disappointed. But overall, no. Listen, no unexpected. I can't mind what we said. What we guessed the scores were going to be like. But oh, I've got, no I wrote them down. I wrote them down. Yeah, I'm glad to remember that. Unexpected. So I said. 6-2 Guilford. Okay. And you said 5-1. So we both go. weren't that sure. far off it. We weren't that far off <laughs> it. But as you say, the 5-2 the scoreline, the the goal side up flatters her. It yeah. really does. I don't think it was uh, a three-goal swing, to be honest with you. But yeah. And then, obviously, we're then going to the Nottingham game, um, which so, for me was a winnable game, eh? Yeah, so um, the Stars again off to a flying start at 2.48. Elijah Bariga with the goal assisted by Sanch. Adam Brady uh, pulled it back just before the end of the second period, the 38-31 on the power play. And then at 57-22, just a few minutes left in the game, Kelly Summers gets the game-winning goal for the Nottingham Panthers. And that came right after. I'm pretty sure you got we've not spoken about your good, bad and the ugly. Pretty sure you're I'm, gonna to touch on it. And no, I'm, I'm not. Sp- okay, I'm gonna no. speak about it now myself then. Go for it now because yeah, again, I've got an idea what you're about to say. Came right at the end of a penalty for too many men on the ice. Correct. Two games I well actually so two games in a row at the, this weekend. So one in both games. I'm pretty sure yep. that's now four or five games in a row. That we call for too yep. many men on the ice, and yep. we spoke about it last and week. 
that's how it's known my good, my bad, and ugly, because I'd be speaking about it every week. Yeah, we you spoke, about, the we same spoke about it last week, and again, it, it comes down to the changes. We, we, we've yep. changed the deep end again at the weekend. When I read, when I saw the, the starting six come up, I think it was what Dow and Very back together again. Dow and Very, and I was like, together. why we changed that again? Like, it was okay. Leisman, they work. Yeah, Leisman and Moore and Fraser and Ingalls, I think it was. And I'm going to tell you, that is the best pairs. <laughs> that is the best think, pairs. You know what? I think uh, obviously I've not seen any of the goals. I've not seen any of the any of the, the game at all. But uh, is it was it potentially a decision made based on? Fraser making too many mistakes at the back end, and him and Leidsman maybe not being on the same page, so let's split them up. Uh, yeah, I don't know, because, uh, you, you know, I can't mind what game it was. Remember, there was maybe a couple of games he'd done it, he tried to ring it around the boards, remember? Uh-huh. And it got intercepted. Well, that's what happened in the Guildford game, and that's how they got their empty netter. He fired it round, and the boys just standing there, and they went, oh, thank you very much, bang, go. Exactly strange one that Strange one that he's on the, the six on five. It was maybe just the way it happened. It was maybe just the way it happened. Hmm. Um, Interesting. But, yeah, that's, that's no slight on him. But I think the pairs, I think Dow and Very work really well together. Uh, both of them are very offensive. Uh, I think, I can't mind if there was a goal. I think there might be a goal where we were pinching too high again. But this seems to be Shock. the tactic that we're, we're pinching too high. But the Nottingham game, Mm-hmm. That was, honestly, Junior, that was fucking soul-destroying. The result, I mean, I mean, no, the game. The result was absolutely soul-destroying. Uh, I felt bad for Britain again because the lad, he was outstanding again. Um, two games in a row, three games, four games, was it? Three games out of four he's played. And yeah. he's been absolutely outstanding. And he's came away with one point. Yeah. Now, now what's really interesting is, obviously, he plays in the Cardiff game and, and picks up a slight knock. So he doesn't play yeah. the next night. Now everyone was saying that you know, a big call would have had to be made. Do you yeah. do you start the the, the starter? You know, inverted yeah. commas. He's been the starter all season, Anton. So do you start him, or do you play Brithen? Choice was easy. Brithen's out injured. Let's play Anton. I wouldn't necessarily say Anton was uh, bad. In the, I can't think what we played now. Why did we play on the Sunday? Cardiff. Uh, Cardiff just... Was it Manchester? No. I can't mind. Anyway, he didn't necessarily Glasgow. play bad. Glasgow. That was Glasgow. That's right. He didn't necessarily yeah. play bad. Um, and then he, obviously Brithen back in training. Surprisingly, because everyone said it was a it was a broken yeah. rib, it was a bruised rib, it was this, it was that. It could have been anything. So only a slight knock by the sense of it. And it was a surprise to see him, and, and a happy surprise. I'm, I'm, yeah, uh, to be same. honest, it was a happy surprise to see him in the goal against Guildford. And I thought maybe they're splitting the weekend, and then he starts him again on Sunday. And I was yeah. like, "Has the tide now turned of listening to the fans? Because the fans have been pushing for Britain majority of the season to play more games." I'm not too sure. Jeff listens to the fans. Right, he's and and no, nah, and uh, listen, people think that when things happen, that 
the coach listens and to, to the fans, right? The fans are my coaches. He, he, that's his job, right? Our job is to go to fucking Argenta or whatever. <laughs> that's it, right? That, that, that's our job. I wouldn't expect, I wouldn't be listening to Jeff Mason coming in and telling me what he thinks we should be doing in our work because it's not his job. We all think we know what we're doing as, as coaches for the stands. Um, I don't think it's fan pressure. I honestly believe it's based on performance. And didn't be surprised if, if uh, until Britain has a bad game. And I say that at yeah. the weekend, I'm not 100% sure Anton will start another game for us this season. He may, yeah. he may, because it's just come as we play Sheffield tonight. Yeah. Then we've got two games at the weekend. Then we've got Nottingham that midweek again. And then we've yeah. got two games again. So I think at some point, Anton is going to play. Yeah. Right? But if you think back to last season, and everybody was speaking about this, last season, it was around about this time when Britain had to come in for Mo. Yeah. And look what he'd done then. And guess what? He's done exactly the same again. Yeah. So, yeah. but the Nottingham game was a fucking killer because we should never have lost that game. Yeah. They, that's got to be the worst Nottingham Panthers team I've seen. Oh, even from the first game, I, I seen it when, yep. when Ricci had his first game for them against what Pierre, and they were fucking diabolical. They're brutal. They're, they're, they're brutal. terrible. And I'm, I'm, Ken, what I should have done this at the start because it's just came to me about a fucking call out. At the Nottingham game, who on earth, right, picked up or picked the man of the match because the two goalies were fucking <laughs> outstanding. Debeau and Priest were outstanding. Priest comes in. I think it was 92.75 and the ball comes in at 95% Mm -hmm. and the goalies didn't get it. Shocking. The guy, the guy Mike Caruso got it and I was always look at the the team when it gets announced and the the guy Caruso, his his teammates are, they were all looking one and I think it was Matthew Myers went, what the fuck? And you seen him clearly, what the fuck? Because I think you knew. You look at the the, the game it was Brady assisted by Myers and Hammond and Summers assisted by Welsh. So it's not even like the yeah. boy got any, Caruso got any points. No. He done that. <laughs> he, he, he played the game. He played probably the forgot. game. Hospitality probably forgot that to pick man of the match for Norton. He just went, ah, just pick him. He's got a... He, I like his name. Yeah. The, two, <laughs> um, the two goalies. That's how it was only a 2-1 game. Because right. of the goalies. One thing I was meant to ask you is, uh, was uh, Ricci better behaved this time? Come on, Richie, Richie, he was playing on D. Um, and come on, he, he just played his game. He played his game and then the young team were full of the drink at the end of the game and they started gaining him it. So he started gaining him it back and then he, ah. got, he got tapped on the fucking shoulder by Corey Nielsen and told, shut the fuck up, Richie. He <laughs> love yeah, it. He got, yeah, he got to be tapped. But come on, the, the guy, the guy just played his game. Eh? And then... Yeah. So, um, for no you, antics. man of the match, both games. Uh, well, see, see on Sunday, definitely Prisa, definitely. And on Saturday, I had split it either between Prisa or Dow. And when the empty net goal was in, I was up and away because I wanted to get him for your mum. And a text, I think it might have been Mikey Kid or, or Hunty that had text, and they told me it was Dow. That, that got man of the match, I think, against Guildford. 
So, yeah, it was 50-50 between, between Priest and Dow. But Sunday, Priest, head and shoulders. Absolutely head and shoulders. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's fine. Um, sorry, I'm just, I'm being really unprofessional here. I'm actually having to message no, the Amazon. I'm having to message the Amazon driver because he's six stops away. All right. And what? So I don't really want to leave the bloody call to walk all the way down the stairs during the fucking show. So. Shorting. Fucking unprofessional as fuck. This is the league table. As it stands, um, it has gotten worse for us. Um, there is now a gap of seven points between ourselves and Fife um, with the Stars on three games in hand. Uh, eight points between us and Glasgow, and we still have four games in hand. Manchester have qualified for the playoffs now, so it is a three-horse race, as we said last week, for the final spot. Yeah, Senior... I'm going to be really negative here, right? It's a two horse race. Oh, I think we've all the third that. horse. The third horse is finished. Yeah, third horse yeah. is vlogging now. Yeah. Um, I was, I was speaking to our old podcast pal, Mikey Kid, and I don't know if you'd seen the, there was a wee video come out uh, with Jeff on Radio Tay or whatever it was, and he says, "Yeah, blah blah blah,", blah and the season's basically still going on, and I'm thinking. I looked at the games, right, and I think we've got five away, I think. No, four away. We've got Sheffield. Sheffield, Coventry, Nottingham, Guildford, five. Five games, right? And out of them, I could see us winning one game, and that'll be five. Yeah? Yeah. The home games are Coventry. You've got Coventry, Guilford. you've got Guildford again, because it's a home and home uh, again. You've got Belfast. Yeah, so it's Coventry, Guildford, Belfast. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's winning the title in Dundee. I know. I know. Somebody's winning the title in Dundee. And and out of that, I, I'm, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, we might beat Coventry. And it'll depend on what Guildford are like at that point in the season. Yeah. They might just relax yeah. a wee bit. Give the back up a bit of his time and 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 get the get their goalie sitting on the bench. Yeah, uh, yeah. it really concerns me. But for me, for that league table, it's a it's a two horse race for that eighth place. Yeah. So good, bad, and the ugly. Yeah, the good, the good is I'm I'm going to it's a collective good. I'm going to say it's the Brits because at the weekend I thought all the Brits really played fantastic. Every one of them. Um, Knew knew what was at stake and and they really stood out. Uh, they're the unsung guys with that team. Uh, as as much as every Dundee team, the Brits, the Brits are not what you would classify as high end Brits. They're no your they're no your Dowdies or your Jonathan Phillips and are they guys? Yeah. Um, predominantly local guys who know what it's about to play for Dundee Stars and guys that, that have been at Dundee Stars and know what it's about. So Priester. Mursey, uh, Chris Ingalls, Craig Garrigan worked his absolute tail off. Uh, Tom Rock has got shafts. Ben Brown fucking thought he thought his first goal was coming on on Sunday. Um, he had a, he had a bottle of a chance, but every Brit over the weekend really laid it out uh, for the guys. So for me, that that that's the positive about that weekend is is the good for that. Um, 
the bad, and I don't like doing this, eh? um, because I feel as if I'm going pure negative now. And I think the interaction between the GM, no the coach, the GM and the fans is non-existent. Yeah. I can't remember the last time we've seen a message for the GM. I don't no. know. I don't even I don't even know if Jeff's actually stole the GM uh, or or somebody else is doing it. Because I'd noticed on on the interviews it just comes up as Jeff Mason, head coach. There is no GM there now. But for me, it seems to be uh, that that's the bad, oh the good, the bad and ugly, is we're no hearing for the GM. It's it's great when you're a GM when you're winning because you could you could come out and it's all positive. And yeah. you've got, and you could put a positive spin on it, but when we're losing every single game now, the GM yeah. still has to face up to the fans, and and still come out with a message. Um, and I'm not seeing it, and and I feel bad. Yeah, like, get what Junior? If if I've been in Jeff Mason's camp for the start of the season, eh? And 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 I'm gutted for the guy. I seen him at the weekend. He looks a lot whiter than when he came. He looks a lot thinner than when he came. He looks a broken man. It's hurting him. I'll tell you yeah. that. As much as people are saying, get him out of here. He shouldn't be coached next year. I'm, I'm, I look at him as a person. And he is hurting so much. Yeah. yeah. But he's still got to face up. He's got to come out with the GM message. I can't mind the last time I had the GM message. No. Uh, obviously, he released, they released the video last night. Um of him and, speaking, and Chris, but I think that, that was, was just speaking a, about the Sheffield game. Aye, yeah, um, but yeah, I, I agree. I've not really seen anything. Um, no, nah. you know, you seen it with Pash. You know, when when things were right, Pash did put out a statement, um, and he's still doing and that. That's, that's the thing, Junior. He doesn't hate it in front of the cameras. Yeah, just type a message and yeah. put it out. Yeah. And and you know what? It doesn't have to be Jeff that does it. It could be the club that put it out. Yeah. Well, we do get and the newsletters. Yeah, we do get the newsletters. I think it's every month or every third week or something like that. There's a newsletter comes out. Um, what is this newsletter? I think it's the season. Ticket, I think it's the season ticket holders. It's been happening all season. How do you get this? I don't know. No, honestly, I cannot. I cannot remember seeing this. I get so I get a newsletter and it and it just it's an update on pretty much your sponsorships and all that. Like you, you could. Tickets on sale for this game, um, Gold Club. It's just through email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll hate checking emails. Yep, I uh, honestly can't remember. So the first one, the first one originally I got went into my junk, and then I moved ah, it to my inbox, and then the rest it come through. <laughs> I'll but, be sitting there, but but yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so uh, so that's a bad. You're ugly. ugly. Oh, it's a start. Too many men. <laughs> well, fuck. That's that's a given now. Um, <laughs> That'll be the good next week when we say we never got called for too many men. No. But the ugly is a start, right? And the start is we have still Love not reached start. double figures for regulation win. Yeah. And based on what I just said about the games coming up, are we actually going to reach double figures for for uh, regulation wins? Yeah. Our percent is last week was 28%. We're doing to 27 now. Yeah. And it'll go further and further than it. It's yeah. it's just an ugly, ugly season overall. But the stats for the season, we win percentage and actual regulation wins is 
is the ugliest thing I've ever seen in Star's history. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. That's a good so the bad and ugly. Thank thank you very much, senior. Um you've got you've got segments all over the shop this week. Um, moving on, I can get involved again. Craig Niche Decorator sponsored game preview. So tonight, as we're recording this this afternoon, tonight it is the Sheffield Steelers away. And then we have a home and home against the Coventry Blaze over the weekend with us in Coventry first on Saturday night and a five o'clock face-off for the Stars at home on the Sunday. So, Sheffield Senior, we know what they're like. We know how much damage they can do. They get pumped for Belfast at home and then they go and pump Guildford in Guildford the next night. Um, it's, again, what, I, I, I sort of no keep up to date, but I've got that many things on, on, on Twitter. Um, and one of the things that, that came out about Sheffield is their home form is worse than their away form. Yeah. Uh, there's a weak glimmer of hope. And listen, if Priester starts, he's done it before doing that. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing going to stop him again. And you know what? We've got, I think, as I said, eight games still to go. Yeah. Let them off the leash. Just let them go and play without we with again. Just didn't care. Take care in the world. Just go just for go it. and play. Yeah. Just go and play and enjoy yourselves. There's, yeah. there's and and care what stranger things have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah. guys like Ciampini, uh, Petgrave, Allen, Neumann, your good pal Robert Dowd, Latal. It's what, a tough the, ass. the scary thing is, the scary thing is that this, this might be. In the Dowdy's worst seasons. I know. I know. Yeah. Um so yeah, tough so, game Wednesday. Maybe maybe he's playing shit this season, he'll get gassed and we'll sign him. Hope so. Hope so. I'd take him. Um <laughs> you know. Maybe 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 when they take him over uh you know, Craig Garrigan or or Tom Fruckus or that, he might be our uh, fourth line Brit. He might be well he might well he might be the centre for the Twa guys. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, a tough game on Wednesday. Um, yeah. You know, and I, as you say, I'm hoping that the Brits keep getting the ice time that they're getting. Yeah. Um, because what one, what have we got to lose? But two, I think they're deserving of it. They've been deserving yeah, of it all definitely. season. And I think, I actually think this year, our Brits have performed better than in previous years. Yeah, definitely. Garrigan stepped up his, his case this year. Um, Tom's, I kind of still feel for Tom's at times because he doesn't get the ice time. When he Correct. does, puts it all on the line. Yep. Briffin, we've just spoke about him. And then you've got guys like Ingy, you know, Chris gets a lot of ice time anyway. He's one of the only, he was with only Brett D-man at the start of the season and deservedly so. He got the ice time lapping it up. Mursey came back in. What can you say about Mursey since he come back? Oh, so, amazing. He, he has, he, Craig Moore has, has, has improved so much in that wee time that he spent doing didn't yeah. play me not them. He, his whole his whole demeanour on the ice has totally changed. Okay. Yeah. Um the yeah. problem you get is we with the shit season that we're having is trying to convince these guys to come back. Especially yeah. guys like especially guys like Priest and Ruckus. You you yeah. like to think because the pool of playing for your home team is still there for for Craig, uh Garrigan and Chris Ingalls. And and to a lesser extent, maybe like Ben Brown and and Johnny McBean, but to get guys like Priester back and Rockus back, they might not do it. 
depending on who's in charge. Yeah. Um, because yeah. they'll um, look at the ice time that they might have been promised and it's never happened. And in Tom's case, you're now sometimes sitting for an import D-man playing on the wing. I'm gonna, I'd rather roll with seven D-men. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come into another segment after this game review, uh, game previews, and I'll touch on that about players coming back and stuff and import D-men and that. But yeah, so tough game Sheffield uh, yeah. tonight. And yeah. then you've got Coventry um, over the weekend. And that's just as tough for me. Um, oh, always definitely. been a bit of... Uh, not so much in the Elite League days, but certainly for us fans that were around in the BNL, it's always a big game for us, Coventry. Um, you know, it's always still, I still think there's that rivalry there. Um, you've still got the rivalry with uh, Baldy uh, himself. Stoney is going to come to the game on Sunday, he says, because Baldy's there. Um, but you look at their team, and they're a, they're a solid team this year. I think they should be higher than what they're actually at. Um, the way they started the season, they kind of fell off yeah. at times, but but they're the in... same. They they win they win sort of big games and then lose yeah. daft games. Yeah, but yeah. for me, Kern and and uh, Tolberg are probably their their two yeah. biggest danger men. Um, I think that both of them are near enough a point a game. I think Kern's yeah. forty six, forty seven points in forty eight games, and Tolberg forty six and forty eight. So they're nearly a point a game. I know that Tolberg is the fourth top goal scorer this season yeah. in the league as well. So they're they're a, they're a good consistent. Game. Yeah. I, I just spoke about them being inconsistent, losing dive games, but as as a collective, they, they seem to be a good unit. And, yeah. And and if their goal is hot, their goal is hot. Yeah. The boy um, Quince as well. He's a decent uh, player. Is it Marley Quince or something? He's, Aye. Uh, they're they're a, listen. They're Marley a decent Quinn. outfit. Yeah. They're, they're they're an absolute they're they're an absolutely decent effort, yeah. Um, and they will not lay down. And you no. you can what Danny Stewart's like. Danny Stewart does not like coming. Fucking hates me, Does us. not like coming to Dundee. He didn't like coming to Dundee with any of his teams, and he loves it when he puts one over on us. Absolutely. Is that, loves he, it. Is, that is that also when he killed the Vipers? Yep. Didn't matter what team he was at. He got so much stick thrown at him that. He loves to beat Dundee, especially in Dundee. Uh, but looking at looking at it, I'm probably thinking lose tonight, lose on Saturday. And I'm gonna say we're gonna win the him game. I'm gonna throw So score predictions. Right. Yeah, can I've just I've just contradicted myself again because I thought we'd maybe only win one game. Uh no, I did say company, didn't I? So right. Sheffield will win 6 1. 6 1. Coventry uh, games? Coventry away. Coventry will win 5 2. Yep. And Coventry at home will win 4 2 with an empty net. Is that after their goalie abandons the net? That goalie will probably take off if it's three two and he's heading off. It'd be about a minute and a half to go. You'll be like, oh, "I'm going to put the showers on." So, I was actually going to go seven one Sheffield. Okay. I am going to go six one Coventry, and then four one Coventry. Okay. I just kind of right. see us scoring goals just now. Yeah. Um. 
the goal scoring's the goal scoring's dread up. Um, yeah. And so senior, I, senior has us on a two point weekend. Yeah. I have us on a zero point weekend. One, one thing, right? We're speaking about goal scoring there, right? Is that I think it's dread up since Semyonovs hasn't been playing. Uh-huh. I think Barry and Sancho went off the boil a wee bit because oh Semyonov's not been there. One question that somebody asked me at the game, and I can't remember who it was, right? Was we keep getting this too many call penalty, and is it is it because that? Jeff is trying to, he, you've got an odd number of D-men and which marks your forwards look a daft number and he's trying to control everything. Why is Semyonovs no standing on the bench? Yeah. Semyonovs could run the forwards. Jeff could run the D, but have overall control. Mm-hmm. Colin Joe was out injured. Colin Joe stood on the bench. Craig Moore was out injured. Craig Moore stood on the bench. We've always done that. I don't understand why Semyonovs is no on the bench. I don't get it. Because no. like, well, look, what, look what liked in Cardiff. Jeff gets kicked out. Why is on the bench? Early. What the fuck? You've got a Coach player. Coach Early, Bez. You've got a player still getting paid by the club. At least fucking stand on the bench. I just, I'm, yeah, but... I, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Anyway. Um... Next segment, I've just done this in senior um, because it prompt it reminded okay. us about it um, when we're speaking about the Brits and stuff. And it's actually a fan viewer question that's coming to the show this week. No! Regarding, Somebody actually asked us a question. Yeah, regarding Elite League rumours. So, Who asked the question? It was a Pfeiffer. Oh, for fuck's sake. So it's it's a it was a Flyers <laughs> fan. Um so this person has got in touch and asked us, what are your thoughts on the highly rumoured additional import being added for next season, allowing teams to ice 15 imports? What effect do you think this will have on young British players who are trying to break through into teams like Johnny McBean, Ben Brown, the boy Page and Spence? You want my opinion first? Yes, because we've both got the exact same opinion, I think. Yep. I think it's a shit show. Yeah, we shouldn't. We should not be increasing imports. We should be decreasing imports. Yeah, this is going to end up like this: the the old ISL Super League, where the big teams, the gap between the top and the bottom, is going to get bigger and bigger. And what will happen is Dundee and Fife will end up not being able to cope with it, and will fuck off to some other league. And it could yeah. be the end. I think it's an absolute disaster that we're going to go up the imports. Get yeah. it back down to a workable level. Yeah. Now, we like, always said... Come on, if they left it the same, I wouldn't hear an issue. If they left it the same, but let's let's not go and increase it. And no. I know that it's not a development league for Brits. However, clubs, some clubs have got to rely on Brits. And it's not just yeah. Dundee and Fife. Glasgow will need to rely on Brits. Manchester, and I would probably even say Coventry, will have yeah. to rely on Brits. The yeah. rest of them have got the dosh that didn't give a fuck. Well, you look and at that, you, you mentioned you mentioned Coventry. You look at Coventry's kind of Brits, and it's you know Forbes, Venus, yep, Clements, three yep. massive players for them. Massive players. I think Ross Venus plays on the second line. Yeah, uh, and then you've got fucking. Clement, who's an alternate captain, 
But I yeah, um, I know we've always said that going back to the BNL eight and eight. You know, it's just your roster sixteen. You know, it could be more. Um, I, again, I would even be happy with 10, 11 imports. Yeah, so would I. Possibly twelve at a push. Decrease it yeah. by two to twelve, and then you've got more Brits playing yeah. up. But yeah, um, for that for that uh, viewer, we both think it's an absolute shit show. We both disagree with it. We yeah. both think it could be the end um, for clubs. You know, us, Fife, Manchester, Glasgow, depending on how much money the new Glasgow owners are going to have, do we honestly think that increasing it every year is still going to, we're going to be able to run at that cost? No way. Absolutely no way. And what will happen, happen is if, if teams like Dundee and Fife do try to compete with, with the other clubs, right? What you'll do is they'll either not bring in the full quota of imports, yeah, and hope that the imports that I've got are good enough, or they'll bring in imports just numbers wise that aren't good enough, and you end up nine and tenth yeah. every season, yeah. And then it drives the, it drives the fans' yeah. numbers, attendance down, it drives away season ticket holders, yeah, yep. it, uh, fucking shit was, show. Yeah, and you know what? There was somebody, or there was somebody else had posted, right? And I thought it was very, very disrespectful to the stars, honestly. And it was this thing about if the Dundee Stars were to play the Leeds Knights, who would win? Oh, right. I know. I'm telling you now, the stars would fucking wipe the ice with them. Even the season we're hobbing, we would beat them by four, five, six goals. I'm telling you now. I'm Interesting you. take. Interesting take. The, these guys, because Leeds have, have spent so much money, right? These guys think they could suddenly jump to the elite league. With the team that they've got right now, they honestly think that they could come in and beat the likes of Dundee and even possibly Fife. Bullshit. They're living in a fucking dream world. <laughs> I tell you. They're living, they're <laughs> living through seven days of shite. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, listen, it's. We'll all have reviews on the season stuff and we'll all have reviews on that, but to even compare it with two different levels, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, nah, it's... Uh, but yeah. shock horror, it was uh, probably an, an English Elite League fan. It was, that, that it was. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm uh, going to... I might get corrected on this. I'm, I think I might have even been a fucking Sheffield fan. I'm expect? not 100% sure, right? But to even but, come yeah. out with that, I just thought it was so disrespectful to the club. That oh the bottom teams Dundee. How do you think they did get on against the Leeds Knights? I'm telling you, they'd fucking wipe them. So only one way to find out. Let's get it organised. Fucking bring it on. Centre right. Home, home advantage. Get it, the board, get it at the border. Outdoor classic. At the border. <laughs> fucking have it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So on this day, um, the fifteenth of March, um, we. Only have two things on this day. Um, there's no signings, there's no levers, there's no contract extensions. There is no birthdays. Um, there is a cat rubbing its head up against my fucking leg right Excuse now, me. trying to get my attention to get fed for lunch. Okay. Um, but there's two games. Uh, so in 2015, the League website decided to do its thing and give us no goal scorers again. We lost to the Five Flyers at home by eight goals to four. Oh, fucking hell. And in 2019, we won in Glasgow at the Brayhead Arena. We beat the clan by five goals to one. 
Goals from Matt Bissonette, Matt Marquois, and a Lucas Lundvald hat-trick. Oh, outstanding. And I even think that was the game that Lundvald's celebration was it? Was the point at the goal right in yeah. front of Toby Craig. Yeah, I think it might have been <laughs> For it. disallowing of the goal the night before. Speaking of Bissonette, I didn't uh-huh. think he was still playing in Britain. Yeah, yeah, he plays down in the yeah, basically that EPL, the NIHL, yeah. whatever it is. Um, yeah, whatever it's called. Yeah, he's playing down there. I, I was, I've seen his name popping up a few times because obviously I keep an eye on 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 Bristol just with Cali being there. Yeah, and and I, they must be playing. They've seen Bissonette coming up as a goal scorer. I was like, wow, yeah. I fucking never even knew he was still there. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, two games in on this date, uh, one win, one loss. We're fifty percent stars. In Sheffield tonight, you could improve that stat for the 15th of March and make it 2-1 to one in our favour. Yeah. Or you can lose it, make it 1-2. <laughs> <Get out. laughs> we'll see how it goes. But uh, yeah, that that is us for this week. Um, amid a very early midweek episode for us um, due to me being off work. It's absolutely great. It's a tough week for us again though, Senior. Sheffield, yeah. currently <laughs> twice. That's a tough one. But guess what, Junior? We'll still be sitting in our seats on Sunday. We will. Um, Nothing else for it. Yeah, we will. Hopefully sitting in our seats with brownies for the brownie girls or donuts oh, for the donut like boy. You sound like you're begging, like, but, but if well, anybody does want to bring stuff, feel free. Well, in fairness, <laughs> listen, you put a bet on a Mikey kid this week and fucking lost it, so I'm not getting the the selection of uh, baked oh, goods for Lidl. Close. So, I was close. So I'm very disappointed in you, Senior, uh, that you never got that right because we could well, have done might, with might, selection. You know what? He might take us up on Sunday again because I've, I've put my neck out and I said we've baked company. So if he wants to, to roll over his bet and have we baked company, <laughs> feel free. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I will see you this weekend. Um because I'm not. We missed the drum, Junior. We did. It was a bit. It was a bit quiet. I wasn't in, on the Saturday. I wasn't in the best of, best of moods anyway. Um, after what happened to the wee dog, but uh, Sunday was back a wee bit. But we did miss the drum. There was a bit of atmosphere missing. Yeah. So the drum will be but, back, and we'll get the atmosphere going. Drums back. I'll be back. I'll, at least we will get to sing. Please release me. Aye, and Stoney gets to shout Baldy for the Hill game. Yeah. So. We will both see you on Sunday and here's hoping that next week we have at least one victory to discuss. Don't you know,